Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online with their new online store at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, we are in the eclipse season and Mercury retrograde. Here we go. You know, eclipses are kind of like that roller coaster we find ourselves in. They're like like dramatic wild cards of energy that really help us to pay attention to various aspects of our lives, especially ones that need change. And I know I've been talking about this, entering into the spring season, all the shifts, all the growth, all the new seeds we can plant. And so eclipses are like portals of energy. They're alignment with the sun and the moon and the earth, and they help us to really shake it up a little bit. It's like portals that open up, spirit giving us a nudge, pushing us through, if you allow for it. Eclipses want us to change, and change, yes, we can. Eclipses arrive in pairs, coinciding with new and full moons as solar and lunar eclipse, respectively. So yeah, it can be a little confusing because a new moon will bring a solar eclipse and a full moon will bring a lunar eclipse. Definitely keeps us on alert. A solar eclipse occurs when the moon stands between the sun and the earth, cutting off the light of the sun. That's why we typically think of the word eclipse. A lunar eclipse occurs when the earth stands between the moon and the sun, cutting off the light of the sun from the moon. And as you know, the moon is always reflecting the light of the sun. So a lunar eclipse is always a full moon and usually marks ends or culmination points. So any eclipse really is an opportunity to notice what's going on, to make some shifts, and as I like to say, to really work with spirit and the cosmic forces to help really push you through that next phase of your own life, right? It really is a way to help you open up. So this new moon solar eclipse is in Aries. It began on the 21st when we saw that new moon coming in. And really, Aries is at fire. Aries is like, get it out there. Do it, do it, do it. And we had two new moons in Aries. So a lot of fire, a lot of opportunity to feel the inspiration of your own soul, to live your purpose, to stand in your truth. That is what this energy is all about right now. It really is. And as we look forward to what this can bring, it is a time to really check in. Like, what is your purpose? What is your purpose in life right now? Does it align with you? Or are you still kind of searching? You know, sometimes we can really overlook it. We talked a little bit about this with Chris about, you know, rewilding your life and really how sometimes we make things more complicated than they need to be. So your purpose is about all those things that you really love to do, things that come natural, things that really help you feel 
adept to the life that you're living here on earth. And we overlook it many times, but really your gifts and your purpose, it doesn't have to be like really dramatic and extraordinary. Don't have to be really anything special or complex at all. And you may be surprised that your purpose is something you've always known about yourself. Your sole purpose is as simple as your vibration, your being, your state of consciousness. And sometimes, you know, you might be living that purpose just through your everyday life. And sometimes it may even become your vocation, your job. It doesn't have to be. But when you do know your soul's purpose, you can feel such a greater contentment in life. And many times we shift, right? We shift what our purpose is. We shift how we're actually bringing that purpose forward, I really should say, because I do believe that purpose is always there. Like for me, I know I'm here to help others grow in their own spiritual awakening. And so there's many ways that I kind of shift how I go about doing that with people. Right. And so the underlying thing for me is when I see people awaken, when I see people really get it and really understand more about their energetic body, that's when I feel so fulfilled in my life. It feels so good. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to do this. Yeah, I'd love to do this. But sometimes I get a little lost in how am I going to do it? How am I going to facilitate it? What am I going to do? That's just a little bit of shifting and realigning. And as I talked about last week on the podcast, you know, like I had to change up some of my rituals. And sometimes that's what we need to do. Change up one thing at a time. Now, the other part of this energy we're in is called Mercury Retrograde. We've all heard of it by now. It's the popular one, or maybe I should say the not so popular one. This time we have it in the energy of Taurus. Taurus is our grounding force of energy, all right? It will allow you to go back and look at the foundation, your money, the way you set things up, the way you're spending, saving, all of these many things is what Taurus comes in to do. It's also, you know, the earth, the grounding, the planting, it's the beauty since it's ruled by Venus. So all of these things right now through Mercury Retrograde is giving you the opportunity to go back and see where you are and to make those subtle shifts or even larger shifts if you need to. So when we have all these cosmic forces, when the eclipses come around, yeah, things are shooken up, right? We are being asked to get out of those comfort zones that keep us safe, that keep us from showing up. And I know they feel good. I know I've lived in plenty of mine, but right now we are having that opportunity to realign our past. And I think it's really important, so much so that I've invited Susan Miller back to the show today to talk a little bit more about the eclipses, the retrograde, and where it kind of hits in each of the signs. And coming up on the 29th of April, I've also invited Raven Scott from the Raven Scott Show to share a little bit about human design and how we can learn about our own energy working with the empath and those toxic, narcissistic relationships that we do want to let go of so that you can feel a little bit better about how you can realign your own path to align with the spring energies. Maybe you do need a spiritual makeover. If you feel like you need some guidance on how to create your spiritual practice, want some private mentoring, reach out. I have two spots that have opened up. All right, schedule a spiritual makeover session with me. And let's see where that number one thing is that you can do right now. And let's see if this program is right for you. Links are in the show notes. So before we begin the interview with Susan Miller, let's take a moment to pause and center and set an intention for these cosmic forces coming in right now.
So wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Taking a nice deep inhale, breathing up the body. And exhale, breathing all the way back down. Calling in your energy, slowing down, grounding. Inhale, breathing up the body. And as you exhale, call in your spirit. Feel that alignment of your spirit right on top of the physical body. Taking another deep inhale. And as you exhale, dropping right into the deepest part of your heart. Feeling that connection of your spirit and the greater spirit. Know that you are known, know that you are loved and supported. Feeling all this energy coming in around you. You take a moment and notice where you are on this great wheel of life. As we call in the masters, the teachers, the archangels, the crystal beings, calling in your own spirit guides, feeling all this energy surrounding you, guiding you, as you notice this beautiful new season ahead, as we teach in the medicine wheel, we find ourselves in the direction of the east, where the sun rises each and every day, reminding you of that new inspiration to begin to start your day. Taking a moment, feeling the directions in your own life, calling them in to the east, the south, the west and the north, above you, below you, right into the very center, setting that intention for your path. Hear it, see it, feel it, know it. And allow them to radiate out from your heart, all around you, through your auric field. Inhaling, and exhaling, bringing all your energy all the way down deep into Mother Earth, grounding, starting to bring that awareness back, feel that third eye opening for your path. And as you're ready, blinking the eyes open, coming back. So today, we welcome back to the show, Susan Miller, an internationally known author, entrepreneur, publicist, and pioneer of the internet. She is the respected founder of astrologyzone.com. Her site is considered an authority in the field of Western astrology and is read avidly by 11 and a half million unique readers a year. She's a highly respected astrological thinker and is recognized worldwide for her astrological writings outside the box into areas of business, technology, lifestyle, culture, and the economy. Susan's monthly forecast, published on her website and on her app, 
Daily Horoscope Astrology Zone and more by Susan Miller on Apple App Store and Google Play are celebrated worldwide. Readers love Susan's warmth and compassion as well as her accuracy and comprehensive reporting of current planetary trends. Susan is the author of 12 astrology books, the ever-popular The Year Ahead Astrology Calendars, and writes monthly columns for six international fashion magazines. Susan recently published The Year 2022, an ebook which outlines major Major trends and breakthroughs for the 2002 and beyond. So let us welcome back to the show, Susan Miller. Welcome, Susan. Welcome back to the show. I'm excited to talk to you. And as we're going to go to air, it's right in the start of the eclipse season, the Mercury retrograde. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that, you know, and how you see that energy coming forward right now as we are all starting to come back out into the world. Well, we have four eclipses in 2023. Uh, the first one is April 19th, and that's a good one. That one is conjunct Jupiter, and it's friendly. Anything conjunct Jupiter, he's Santa Claus. When the moon comes arm in arm with Santa Claus, I mean, you know it's going to be good. <laughs> but the other one, that one's in Taurus. The next one's in Scorpio. On May 5th, Cinco de Mayo just happens to coincide. But it also coincides with the coronation of King Charles. Mm. And, uh, I don't know how the royal family or the, well, they didn't reach out to any astrologers. They have great astrologers in Britain. Why they pick the worst eclipse ever. It's almost like it's evil twin, you know, because mm. they eclipses always come together two weeks apart as a new moon and a full moon. Right. Yeah. And, and a full moon is May 5th. And that is, very emotional and it's very splitting especially with that scorpio energy yeah but what about this eclipse that we're having right now as this goes to air with that second new moon in aries what about that and you say it's like a jupiter with that santa claus energy so what is it good for it's very good very very good well you know my daughter's born on that day and and uh when you have an eclipse on your birthday <laughs> Your whole life changes. And, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of areas are saying, wait a minute, I, I, I've got too many changes. I know, but this is a new moon. And it, it meant that everything had to be swept away to get you the good. With all eclipses, something ends and something else begins. Something gets eclipsed out. This is an eclipse of the sun. So a high-level male, because males are the sun, you know, the eclipses are moving into Aries and Libra and leaving Scorpio Taurus. But I think that's a good thing because the Scorpio Taurus eclipses were very tough. Those are fixed signs, and they really don't like change. It's hard for them. And think back to November 8th. Now, some people felt it one month early, one month late, because we work with bell curves and you can feel an eclipse. Some people may have felt the April 19th eclipse in um, in March. Others will feel it next month on the 19th or in May. We have a couple of difficult months coming up because I've looked very intensely at June also. And they're bumpy. But you know, when the universe wants to fix something, you know, it's kind of like the universe is watching. They're like, 
not enough change is taking place. I'm going to have to put my hand in there and change it. You know, usually when you lose one job, you get a better job and more money. You usually do. Even though we do it kicking and screaming, then later we realize, hmm, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> you know, I started Astrology Zone on Time Warner's website. They licensed my material. Then they got involved with AOL, and I had to leave. And it was early, you know, I had started in 1995. The internet was still new. And I, every door was being slammed in my face. But I, uh, Apple... I had thanked Apple for writing a story about me and they helped by introducing me to InfoSeek, which instantly within four weeks became the Walt Disney Company. So I got to learn from two big media companies for six years. Then um, Walt Disney Company said we shouldn't be in the internet business. We're not going to renew anybody's contract when it's up. So then I got pushed again out the door, but that's when I started my own business. And it was terrifying, but I very carefully put the pieces together and it worked fine. And that was the day before 9-11 in 2001. And I've been on my own ever since. And I like it. So um, we think we're not going to like it, but we do. You know, Even though we may feel that the eclipses is closing things or making it harder, if we just like have the patience to then go deeper, then we will find bigger opportunities come around. I guess for the next six months, like how does all this relate into where we are right now? I mean, do you look at each of the signs? Do you, well, how do you relate this to understanding? Jupiter's going into Taurus now uh, on May 16th, and it will stay all the way till May 25th the following year. So Taurus is going to be the favorite child of, of all the planets, <laughs> especially of Jupiter. Aries will make more money than they've ever seen in their life. And it will relate to what they did earlier this year and last year. All the projects they put into place will start to come up in their garden. Taurus gets everything they want. Now, you only get a year like this every 12 years. You say, oh, I get lots of them. No, not really. If you live to 96, you get eight. That's it. And when you're really little, you know, can you really use it? it? Not not really like you can when you're a little more grown up. But Jupiter lets you travel, expands your mind. It gives you opportunity. You're standing at the right place at the right time. It brings love. Jupiter conjunct the sun is the very best aspect you can have. There are several aspects you can have that can start love. But that one is golden. So Taurus, you have to be out and about. Gemini has a very quiet year. It's a preparatory year for their golden year, which happens May 25th, 2024, and lasts a full year. But you have to be ready for it. I've said to people, what would you like to happen? And then people give me a far away look and they don't know. It's good to really know what you want and and take even if it's baby steps to make it happen i just want to say for gemini this is a writing sign many of them are talented with that writing a book would be a good idea anywhere where you have to do research and be alone a lot is excellent 
or if you're a scientist working in the lab by yourself, writing white papers, also really good. Or even a lawyer looking up, you know, different past historical uh, court rulings. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. And they, they will shine with that. Cancer has had such fabulous career aspects. And they've been working very, very hard. Now they get out of the, the, you know, they push away from the desk and they see their friends and they also have love. They are socializing more and it's actually good for them to socialize, even for their career, because in the coming year, it's not what you know, but who you know in the coming year that will get you ahead. So you want to expand your base, maybe try a new social media platform or get more involved in the one you love. Uh, then there's Leo. Leo has a really interesting chart because Jupiter is going in in May and they're going to have five planets in their house of honors, awards, achievement, fame. Now, May has a lot of problems associated with it. Not only the eclipse, the the Planets are all squared off. They're all fighting with each other. They're thumping around. And down below, we find nothing is exactly easy. Also, Mercury will be retrograde until May 14th. Jupiter goes into Taurus May 16th, which is good. It's around Mother's Day. But they have a full year of career, glorious career success. But they have to go after it. You know, it doesn't just happen. You have to go out there and make it happen, but every door will open for you. This is, this happens once every 12 years. This is fabulous. Okay. And then you have the Virgos, foreign people, foreign places, do import, export, do something, do traveling. Something with foreign people is very lucky for you. Even if that foreign person lives in your country, also publishing and broadcasting. This is a sign that's excellent with writing and also with higher education. Some Virgos will decide to go back to college or to get a graduate degree. Perfect time to do it. They probably get a scholarship. Now, the next sign is Libra. Libra has been worried about money because that eclipse on May 5th is a horror in terms of money. They may be scared when they find out what they owe in taxes. Maybe they were a little late or maybe they just owe a credit card and they had no idea it was mounting or maybe it was a student loan or they just lost their job. Whatever it is, it's concerning. However, Jupiter's coming in to save the day. The very area that is painful will become the very best area in their chart, money. And I would like uh, the Libras to work on commission or royalty or a bonus or some kind of performance basis, not on a flat salary because they'll do better. They could work on a flat salary, but I'd like them to have that performance space because that's where they're going to make a lot more. Scorpio. Oh my goodness. Scorpio has so many changes and they don't like it. But last year was a wonderful year either to fall in love or have a baby or doing something super creative. This year, it's about the work projects, plum, beautiful work projects that the top echelon picks you to do, Scorpio. And also, 
you're already seeing that now. Marriage. This is the sign that will be most favored for a happy marriage between May 16th and May of the following year. Now, if they say, well, I'm not really dating anyone, I'm not interested in marriage, you can use this in a business sense, any kind of collaboration, like a new agent, new lawyer, new accountant, anybody you share information with on a confidential basis, equal to you, working together for mutual benefit. It's it's good. No man is an island and Scorpio is learning that they can get help. Sagittarius. Okay. You can have fitness. Wow. Fitness and health. And this is a sign that epitomizes the idea of strong mind, strong body, the Greek ideal. And uh, they could even lose weight. I have found when Jupiter's in the sixth house, that if you have a few pandemic pounds, you could get rid of them only by following something sensible. I'm not talking about a water fast for two weeks or something crazy like that. No, sensible portion control. You will do well and and you could build muscle too. Also, the work assignments you're getting are great. If you're self-employed, wow, you're in such demand. People are clamoring for your goods and services. Even if you're not self-employed, this is the year to think about you know, what kind of projects do you want because your boss is willing to give you them. Capricorn, finally, finally, you're going to make the money you deserve. You've had Saturn for two years, three years, sorry, three years, keeping a cap on your salary. And you deserve more. You know it. Well, it's coming. Also, you have the best love aspects of any sign. Also, my number one question that I get from readers is, can I have a baby? And this would be the year to get serious about bringing that baby into your family. And if you've had problems and there's an epidemic out there and the media doesn't tell you that there is one of fertility problems, go see a specialist. If you're young, if you're in your 20s or 30s, freeze your eggs. The earlier you do it, the better. And no one tells you this. And it gives you more time if you haven't met your, your one and only that, you know, you want to marry, you should freeze your eggs, but it's such a happy time. It's, it's really a happy time and you'll be able to spend money. Aquarius, you're the leader of the parade. <laughs> you're going to be very comfortable with everything that's going on. And you got rid of Saturn. Saturn is no longer in Aquarius. We get this every 20 years. Pisces has it now. But, you know, I started Astrology Zone with Pisces, uh, Saturn in Pisces. It's not a bad thing. What you start, you get to keep when you have Saturn in your sign. And you do have to watch your money, Aquarius. You do have to watch that. Because you'll find that customers are tight-fisted, uh, bosses or maybe have a wage freeze. You do have to be careful with money because Saturn wants you to know the value of money when he's in your second house. But you'll learn how to buy below wholesale. You'll get great tips from friends. <laughs> and and you'll, you'll be a good negotiator because Saturn will teach you that. Think of Saturn as a high-priced teacher. Now, Pisces... 
you have Saturn on your ascendant. Now, if you have a child, like my my little grandson, who's only one, uh, he is going to have Saturn on his son because he's a February Pisces, and the February Pisces this year have it. I said to my daughter, no child care. I mean, you know, daycare, I should say. We need him to be home with his own nanny, and I will help you because this is a hard time for the child. The child is missing. You feel a little isolated when Saturn is on your son. And uh, it may mean that your partner has to travel a lot or that you do (laughs) or whatever it is. Uh, You know, you want to make life as easy as possible when you have Saturn on your son because it can require a lot of energy from you and you get tired faster. So if you need to take a nap during the day or or go to bed earlier, do it because Saturn's draining you. But you're going to have a lot to show for it. And by the time you're done with Saturn in three years, people in born in February are feeling it now. Next year it will be March 1st to March 10th. And the following year it will be March 10th uh 20th and you feel it the most oh oh your son's on the seventh so he'll feel it more next year but he'll start to to see things he'll get more responsibility but that's a good thing he's getting married oh well, there it is and he, you know what it means he's ready you have mm, saturn on good. the sun you are ready to take on more yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you're, yeah. you're ready to accept it. You're ready to. And, and, you know, one good thing about Saturn, there's always an older person nearby to help you, to give you um, advice and to learn the ropes. You know, we've all done different milestones, like graduated from college, uh, learned to buy a house or, you know, had a baby. Whatever those big milestones are, you ask your friends because everything is mm. new as you walk down that path. But then you master it and you feel great, you know? Mm. And the job yeah. of eclipses is to push you. Push you through. Yeah. And no matter what your timetable is, it pushes it forward from the outside in. So let's say a couple's going to get married. And we all know couples like this that planned everything practically on a spreadsheet. You know, uh, I'm going to get married. Uh, We're going to um, first buy the house. And then in 3.7 years, we'll have our first baby. (laughs) I mean, things don't always go like that clockwork. So, you know, it, you just have to be flexible around eclipses because they have surprises for all of us. Sometimes we see someone's true nature and it can be painful I want everyone to think back to November 8th, what happened around then. Also, one month earlier, October 10th, that was a full moon that was feeling the vibrations of the eclipse, or December 7th. These were critical points, and the eclipse in May is tied to some degree to that. I would say it's not a time to take big risks. It's a time to hunker down and open the window and see what flies in. I never worry about something that's not happened yet. When something does happen, I just think about how I'm going to react to it and what the full spectrum of options are. You know, we always have more than one option to 
to address a new situation. And sometimes people give you advice that's wrong. Like you lose your job and they say, okay, don't spend a penny. Well, maybe you should buy yourself a great interview outfit to make you feel fabulous. Maybe that would help you get the job. You know, so you have to take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes you have to go in the opposite direction. <laughs> but um, I wrote an article uh, about this, you know, on the front page of my website, astrologyzone.com. Look on the left-hand side and scroll a little bit below the screen, you know, the, the fold, as we call it, like a newspaper fold. Just it's called how to deal with eclipses or just Google how to deal with eclipses. My article will come up by Susan Miller. on okay. Zone. Yeah, I'll put the link in there for that. So I do think all in all, you've given us lots of information. Thank you so much. Definitely that air energy for sure. Yeah. Oh, and I think intellectual that energy. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, I think it is very interesting. I think medicine will will benefit the most from what's coming. Hmm. They think they yeah. might be able to cure cancer by using huh. AI. And that would be a blessing. Hmm. And that's interesting. Yeah. That people inherit, you know, they no fault of their own. They inherited something and, and they'll be able to address that. So I think it is a really good time to know what your chart is and to know where these things are heading. I think it really is. Yeah. I think it's always it should be a fun experience and it should be someone who knows astrology well and is accredited. How do you choose an astrologer? Well, read what he or she wrote online, ask friends, ask what they liked about that person. Did they give practical advice or was it more fuzzy like riddles? I, I think people need something practical and direct, you know? Um, but, um, some of us belong to the American Federation of Astrologers, but there's also the International Society of Astrologic Research or National Council for Geocosmic Research. And there are clubs in every city. I was accredited by ISAR, International Society of Astrologic Research. So they're coming back, though. Mm. We can send everybody to astrologyzone.com to find everything. You've got your apps. You've got two out now. Remember, the other one was just being launched the last time. All your articles, your calendars, all mm -hmm. your information. Oh, my calendar. I want to send you a calendar. I need I your know. address. I shared the last one with my daughter. Look how beautiful. Absolutely. I uh, oversee all the artwork. And, yeah. uh, and I write nice. every word. And I want it to be happy right. for people. You know that, you know, so you, you know your best days. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, I think that kind of answers this last question. I do like to come back and kind of round this up. How would you say by knowing your charts and knowing what's going on with the eclipses and the retrograde can help to empower the spirit right now? Well, you know, you have to have faith in the universe. You have to realize eclipses are there to take out things that are unproductive, outworn, or just plain toxic for you. You know, that maybe it's not good for you. Maybe you think a person is fine. They're just like you, you know, honest, ethical. And then an eclipse comes and it shows their true colors. And that can be painful. It was painful for me whenever I've mm. had that. Oh, gosh, I, I'm a very trusting person. And, well, the universe is trying to protect you so that you don't, keep going down the same road. And so we have to have faith. 
and everything happens for a reason. Change is good. We have to accept it and be practical. And I say just open the window, sit on your couch and watch what flies in. And then you can decide how you want to react. But don't try to anticipate it because it's usually something that you never figured on. And, you know, and it, it helps us become more resourceful this way. You know, definitely. Have faith. Take out the toxic. Open up to change as you open up the windows. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us again today. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Spirit. I'm always so honored to be on your great show. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. So yes, it is a time to have faith, to trust the universe, to open up to new possibilities, to allow the cosmic forces to work with you not you working against them. So definitely check out Susan Miller's horoscopes, her app, and all the articles she has on her website. And if you are in need of help creating a spiritual practice for yourself, reach out. I'm here to guide you along that path. Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. To your spirit, namaste. Hey, 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 for all you local witches out there, well, for all you empowered goddesses in the Birmingham area, did you hear? I am starting a energy yoga classes for witches to empower you to open up to your energy, your highest potential, and learn how to work with the body, mind, and soul to bring about all the changes you want to see through your rituals and your magic, starting May 5th at Ritual Shelter. You can register for this class on their website at ritualshelter.com. <laughs>